Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Please close your eyes with me everywhere. Let us share a word of prayer. Father, thanks a million for this time in your presence. We've already been blessed, but continue to bless us. We pray that let the entrance of your word bring light and understanding and wisdom to every simple person here today. We say, Lord, speak to us in a way that will understand in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may sit, please. Hallelujah. Well, today I'm preaching for um, a very short time because the time is already gone, but I want to believe that God will speak to every one of us. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you um, and also plead with you by the mercies of God that you put your phones away, okay? Because I'm preaching for a short time. Nobody's going to call you. Your ex is not going to call you. Your next is not going to call you. All right. So put your phones away. Listen to me. When I'm done, you'll get back to your phone. And delay, man. Okay, so put your phones away. Every Just listen, all right? Anything you don't remember... It will be on my podcast. You just go get it. You just hear the message again. Amen. All right. Can you do that for me for just a second? All right. Good. I'm finishing today. I, I want us to appreciate all the Basentes, the Basenta leaders, everybody who's making an effort. It's a great thing. Amen. And it's impressive to see. You know, that's why we don't have services during the week. So, and a Christian cannot survive on a Sunday to Sunday church. The something must keep you warm during the week. Amen. Amen. Rasta, please, okay, just help me. Okay, thank you. And keep your eyes on me. Tell your neighbor next to you, just keep your eye. I, I'm the celebrity today for this show. You remember the guy, founder? He's gone. Now I also have just 30 minutes to shine. So, all eyes on me, all right? Good. Oh, I saw me. <laughs> there used to be a song like that, oh? Who? Tupac. Oh, okay. I don't know what he was packing, but anyway, let's go. So please, all eyes on. Tell your neighbor, all eyes on the pastor. Good. 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 45, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 100 minutes, I'll be done. Okay. So I'm saying that there's a reason why we don't have church during the week. So these basentes and these small groups are supposed to keep us warm, keep us alive, keep us in fellowship. Do you, do you understand? Some of the people you are sitting by right now, they are going to be your friends for, for life. And the earlier you bond with them properly and honestly, not we are just fooling around nightclub to nightclub, but in proper things, the better it will be. You build the right foundation for life. If you take this lady over here, I've known her since 2004, 2005, up till today. You, you understand, long, long friendships, 
This, this, young, this young lady over here, I've known them all the way from Jobek till now. When I was a pastor in Jobek, they were in that vicinity. You understand? So it's important. It's, we are building important relationships for our lives. And meeting together and fellowshipping together keeps us. Amen. So please appreciate them one more time, please. Right, I'm finishing on my little series on honoring relationships, okay? The Bible tells us that some relationships require fear. Some relationships require taxes, like your relationship with the government. Some relationships require honor. And each relationship must be given what it needs to be given. And I was talking about people you must honor in your, your life. Or people who you have relationships with which require honor. All right, I've talked about it for the whole month of October. All right, and I want to finish it off today. Okay, I said we must honor God because anybody, any relationship that you put honor in, the relationship comes alive, which means you benefit what you must benefit from the relationship. What does it mean to honor somebody, to treat the person with respect, to, 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 to have the person high value for the person? Amen. So I said, you must honor God as a Christian. You must honor Jesus. You must honor the Holy Spirit. I said, you must honor your prophet. I also talked about honoring your parents. I hope you went to apologize to your parents. Somebody has gone to apologize to their parents. You've just added 15 years to your life. Yeah. Some of, some of you also, oh, I'm too big. Well, what is this thing that the pastor is saying? I don't care. You, it's up to you. Anyway, let's go on today. All right? Now... The next, I want to, today I want to talk about rewards for Anna, but before I get to rewards for Anna, the next person you must honor is your pastor. I said the next person you must honor and treat with respect is your pastor. First Timothy 5, 17, the Bible says, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. First Timothy 5, 17, especially those who labor in the word and in doctrine. So it says, the elders who rule well, they should be counted or they should be allocated, not just an but double, twice. Twice. Especially those who teach you the word of God. Every Sunday I've been teaching you the word of God. I am your pastor. I'm introducing myself. This guy said he's a founder. Me, I'm introducing myself to you that I am your pastor. Amen. And the Bible says that Treat your pastor or count your pastor worthy that he deserves double and not just honor, not just respect, but double respect. Your pastor, moi, you sincerely myself. I am your pastor. So it's important for your sake to honor your pastor. How do you honor your pastor? Remember, that's not what I'm preaching about. This is just by the way. How do you honor your pastor? Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey them that have the rule over you. Submit yourselves. Submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls. As they that must give account, that they may do it with joy, not with grief. For that is unprofitable to you. It says, Obey them. How do you honor your pastor? By obeying your pastor. 
By obeying your pastor. Your pastor tells you to do something, you do it. That's how you honor your pastor. By obeying your pastor. I said, put your phones away, you put it away. That's the first sign. That, and that's a very simple instruction. Just put your phone away. I mean, this um, um, Android phone too, you make so much about this. Like, I mean, ah, Huawei. Who are we? I mean, a phone that is called who are we? The phone itself doesn't know who they are. Give it a name. Who are we? You can't put it away. And it's not even the modern one, P35. Or something like that. Old one. One day... One day I needed a phone for something, some, just to put a SIM card in for it to ring. So somebody suggested a Huawei phone to me. So by the grace of God, I went to get it. Now when I brought it, I put the SIM in it, and I pressed something. I be waiting, it's not coming. So I asked them, when will it come? So wait for it, it's coming. A phone that you have to wait for it. Ah! You, and still you can't, and the screen is crashed. And you still can't put it away. It's a revelation of your stubbornness. Clearly. Stubbornness. Do, do, do you understand? It's a revelation of, and, and naturally there's stubbornness in our heart. That's why in church we deal with some of these traits. Some of these negative traits. You see, church doesn't only take you to heaven. God reforms your character and reforms who you are. Your character is what is inside of you. God reforms it so you become a better person. I used to be a very argumentative person. Anything you say will argue. Even if you see the way I preach, you can see that, yes. You pick up an argument with me, you will see how it will end. But as I've sat in church for years, my character has been reformed. I've realized that I can't, I'm not always right. Maybe I'm wrong. So I always make room for, what if I'm wrong? So I say, look, this thing is white. Then you say, no, it's not right. I say, hey. Maybe it's not white. I'm going to give myself a chance. Although it's obvious, it's not white. Uh, you never know because this is white until you bring a whiter white. No, your white is white until a white that is whiter than your white is put next to your white. Suddenly, this becomes cream. I know there are other shirts that are whiter than this. Do you see? So when she says it's not white, I, won't, I just give it a chance. Per adventure, I may be wrong. Some of us, we don't have any room for it. What you want to do is what you want to do. And the Bible says, obey the people who have the rule over you and submit yourselves to them. Means be under their authority. Why? Why? Now, this obviously tells you that this scripture doesn't refer to your lecturers, although you must respect your lecturers. It says, for they watch out for your souls. Your lecturers don't watch for your souls. They are watching for your head. Pass and get out of our lives, and then that's it. But they watch for your soul because, uh, uh, because they have to give account for it. I mean, when you are asked about something, somebody you are in charge of, and a person says, stubborn, bitchy girl. When you have to give account for such a person, you, you, you don't do it with joy. So, this person, um, what, so, she can perish for all I can. That's what you will say. Because of the, the attitude of the person. But if the person is respectful, the person is submissive, the person is obedient, so, oh, you say, what did you, what did you say she did wrong? Oh, usually she's not like that. Maybe it's a mistake. Then you ask, what time was it? So, around 4 p.m., oh, she was hangry, that's why. Usually when she's hungry, her behavior, she, she's, uh, is, uh, please, so don't hold it against her. She's usually not like that. Usually she's not like that. 
because the person is obedient. So when you are giving account for the person, you are lenient. It says, one day they are going to account for you so that they would do it in joy, not with anger. Grief means anger. Not with anger or sadness, but they would do it with joy. Amen. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. Yeah, do it with joy. That's how you honor, you honor your pastor by obeying your pastor. You don't start an argument. You don't, you, yes, if you have an opinion, you say it. You say it. If you have a question, you ask. Asking questions and questioning things are two different things. Yeah, if you go, went to a good primary school or high school, you understand that there's a difference between asking questions and questioning things. Questioning things is, why are you saying this? Why are you saying But Asking questions what, 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 what are we trying to achieve? What is the plan? You want to understand further. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is how you honor your pastor. So I'm introduced. Maybe some of you did not know. You thought I was visiting, passing through. I've come to tell you that I am your pastor. And the Bible says that I deserve double honor. sitting here, you are going home. I've been pastoring you the whole year. You are going home. That, uh, this is the reason why I don't want to preach about this. Because it can flare up. I'm sitting here with you, pastoring you, looking after you the whole year. You are going home. You won't even send a message. Oh, Bishop, I'm going home uh, today. The next thing I hear you are, I see pictures of you in Tofim Baba. If you had died on the way, I will have to account for it. I see pictures of you in Tofim Baba. Yeah. You won't even send it. Oh, dear Bishop, it's been a pleasure being in the church this year. It's time to go home for holidays, so I'm going home. I'll see you next year. Then I'll also I'll pray with you. God bless you. Go. It's been nice also fellowshipping with you. Go home. Be blessed. Do this. Do that. I mean, keep in touch. No, zero. You, have, you just disappear. I mean, you are like a thief. Just disappear. Ha. Haba, haba, haba. Nah. Proverbs 17, 13, it says, whosoever rewarded good, whosoever, whoso rewarded evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. If I've been good to you, don't reward me with evil. I said, if I've been good to you, because as far as I'm concerned, I've just been good to you. Never taking anything from you. Never done anything against you. I just show up every Sunday at my cost to preach to you. To preach. I prepare. I pray for you. I come to preach to you. I've only been good to you. The only thing I deserve from you is good. Not evil. It's just good. And sometimes it's just courtesy. Just respect. Just respect. That's all. And just obey them. Eh? The other thing, one bishop was praying, I couldn't believe those standards. This bishop, it doesn't respect at all. Who are you? It doesn't respect at all. It doesn't respect it. When he's preaching, the throwing sounds. Are they your hands? I mean, let me just, just out of curiosity, is it? I'm not using your energy. Tell your neighbor, reward good for good. Hallelujah. Rewards of honor. Now let's start today's preaching. And this one is also just quick and then we are gone. How many of you will honor your pastor? Yes. Even lifting your hand, you won't lift it. Okay, I'm coming for you. (laughs) John chapter 11. Why pastor? Why should we honor? 
Is there a blessing in honoring? That's what I want to share with you today. Wherever we get to in 20 minutes, we'll round it up for today. And then we go, God is gracious. He will speak to us. Maybe even God has spoken to you. Maybe you are here, God has even spoken to you. By just this short part, that's what you needed to hear. That Obey your pastor. He will give account for your soul. So obey your pastor. That's what you needed to hear. And maybe you have heard it already. Somebody's part is this part. So John chapter, now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. Verse 2. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So this, this, this insertion here that it was that Mary who anointed Jesus. This is the Mary who once upon a time, I'm sure if you have heard it before, that she poured oil on Jesus' feet and she used her hair to clean Jesus' feet. Today if I'm sitting here and somebody comes, a lady comes to church and she comes to pour oil on my feet and uses her hair to wipe, I'll be in the newspapers tomorrow. That hair, I mean, I suspected that this pastor there's always something because every day he says Tuli. Every day <laughs> he says Tuli. I suspect Tuli is like my daughter. Yes, every day he said Tuli. Everybody, I knew. I knew that there was something. How can she use her hair to clean? To start with, the hair she's using is not even hers. It's a weave on. No, 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 don't accuse people of things that you don't know. The hair is a weaver or it's a wig or it's something. Whatever. So it's, it's, it's just some horse, horse somewhere in Deban. Deban, July. The horse, the one that didn't win. Then they cut the tail. So it's the horse that is cleaning my feet. Not even. But the Bible is saying that it was that Mary who did it to Jesus, whose brother was sick. Verse 3. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, him whom thou lovest is sick. He said, my brother is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of Man might be glorified thereby. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, through this, the Son of Man will be glorified. Hallelujah. Now, in John chapter 11, we see people who had honored Jesus. And the rewards and the blessings it brought to them. As you honor your pastor, as you honor your parents, as you honor your prophet, as you honor God, these blessings will also come into your life. Hallelujah. Mary and Martha are the ultimate examples of those who reap benefits of honor. Mary and Martha honored Jesus and reap all the rewards of honor. Remember, it was that same Mary who anointed the feet of the Lord and wiped it with her hair. The honor they bestowed on Jesus was unparalleled. We think about it today and remember these two individuals. What, what did Mary and Martha get? Mary and Martha reaped rewards of honor. Notice, Mary had Jesus sitting in her house. Mary had the dead, her dead brother raised. Mary and Martha had ultimate miracles. Mary and Martha were close to Jesus. Mary and Martha had access to Jesus. Mary and Martha are in heaven today. Mary and Martha are memorialized. Mary and Martha are more popular than the disciples of Jesus. Than some of the disciples of Jesus. Today, if I ask you to name the disciples of Jesus, you will know. You start to mention Jacob, Jacob Zuma, Nelson Mandela, Oliver Tambo. Oh, they are no disciples of Jesus. 
you even you, if you are spiritual a little you will say Paul and Nebuchadnezzar these are not disciples of Jesus but we all remember Mary and Martha why because they honored Jesus hallelujah may you be remembered because you honored as a pastor the people who have honored me I always remember them the people who treat me with respect I always remember them always checking on them always asking of them because they are always on my mind those who are rude, oh, no, those who are rude, sorry, those who are rude, I forget them quickly. Somebody say amen. amen. Please, if you are from the Eastern Cape, say amen. amen. Because I'm also from the Eastern Cape. I just want you to know. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number one, first benefit of first, those who honor experience supernatural power. Mary and Martha and experience God's supernatural or Jesus' supernatural power. Those who Anna receive supernatural power. Anna is rewarded with mighty works from the one you Anna. Jesus could not do mighty works in his own country. But when he got to Mary and Martha, he raised Lazarus, their brother, from the dead. Their brother was dead. And when you read this chapter to the end, when Jesus came, he raised this, this guy who was dead from the dead. Why? Because these two people honored him. They honored him. So when it's like, look, it's a miracle you need, you will get that miracle. When you honor, you get miracles. Yeah. Anybody, if you're any man of God you deal with, the more you honor him, the more his power comes through to you. The more the power in his life comes through to you. Look, just... Last Thursday or Wednesday, one of them. I mean, we were leaving church in the morning and one of the ladies was was just about to travel. Then, as she was coming to say goodbye, she's going to see her husband. So I said, oh, may may babies come out of this trip. She said, no, 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 Bishop, no, 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 take it back. I said, oh, what I've said, I've already said. She said, no, 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 no. Because she had one child. Then she got pregnant and she has twins. So they are three. So I said, the next one, three plates. <laughs> when I said, me, he said, no, no. I was going to my car. She was following me to my car. I said, no, Bishop. Change, say, this thing you have said, change it before I can go. Because if you don't change it, this trip is not going to happen. Because I'm not ready for three plates. Why was she so worried? Because almost everything I've told her has come to pass. And do you know why it is so? Because she honors me. She has great respect for me. Great admiration for me. Great respect. So when I, it, it's like, so even some of the decisions she asks me to make on her behalf, it even frightens me. It scares me. Like, it scares me. It's like, when the person, should I marry this one or this one? Hey, am I the one who's going to live with the person? What if I choose this one and then he usually around four o'clock, he slaps people. Then what is going to happen? <laughs> It's like the burden of the decision is too much. But he puts it on, 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 on you. So you realize that the person has... I was there. They got an opportunity in Joburg. She wanted to go to Joburg. I look at her and said, there's nothing good in Joburg for you. She changed her mind about going to Joburg. When she finished, she sat home for about two years not finding a job. Can you imagine how I was feeling? Today she's found a fantastic job. Happy. If she had gone to Joburg at that time, today she would not be married. Yeah, in that time, after that, I said there's nothing good for you in Joburg. 
In that time, she's gotten married. She had children, wonderful children, and she's gotten a job. Yeah. yeah. So if you are to honor the person God has sent to you, the power that God has placed on the person's life, the grace that the person God has placed, it will come through to you. Jesus said to the, the Jews, he said, you daughters of Jesus, until you say blessed is he who comes in, you will never see the glory. As for the glory of God is walking in front of you, but you will never experience it. For you to experience, you have to look at it and say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. May you become somebody who honors for today because there are great rewards ahead. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two, I told you it's a quick one. Number two, those who honor receive great miracles. So Mary and co experience great power. Then they also experience great miracles. People who show honor can expect great miracles. Jesus did not go where people had needs, but where he was honored. There are problems everywhere, but Jesus went to the house of Lazarus and Mary where he had been received loved and honored. Mary and Martha loved Jesus. They cared for him personally and ministered to him directly. Yeah. Jesus didn't go, oh, there's a problem here, then he has gone there. There's a problem here. No, 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 no. He went where the people honored him. Because I don't think Lazarus is the only person who died in the time of Jesus. I'm sure a lot of people die. What is the death rate per day? Somebody can Google it after church and tell us. People die all the time. There's even death rate per second. Or per minute. People are dying. Doctor, how many people die per day? How many people die? A lot. So I'm sure when Jesus was there, people were dying. Even just yesterday, I was sitting on my bed. My wife showed me a picture. I said, who is this? She mentioned it. I said, what? I said, oh, somebody has stabbed him. He's dead. People were dying. People die all the time. It's part of life. It's part of life. People die just as people are born. People also, there's birth rate and death rate. So people die. People. So I'm sure when Jesus was there, even around John chapter 11, other people were sick and dying. But he didn't go to raise them, although he had power to raise them from the dead. Because Jesus raised four different people from the dead. He could have gone there to raise them. But I said, no, 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 no. This one, they respect me, they receive me, they honor me, they love me, they take care of me. I can't let their brother die. So he went there and he raised him from the dead. And to raise somebody from the dead, it is not a small miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To raise somebody who is sick, for him to be healed, that's only one miracle. But somebody who is dead, you need about three different things to happen for the person to come back. Yeah. Number one, you need to call the person's spirit. Because when your spirit gets out of you, that's why you die. The body without the spirit is dead. So the person's spirit, wherever it has gone to, if it has gone to heaven, you have to send transportation, Uber it from heaven back into, if it's gone to hell, you bolt it from hell to you put it on a taxi to take forever to get here. To come back into the person, before the person can come alive. Now when the person comes alive, if the person was killed by a heart attack, the heart attack will kill the person immediately. Because there's a reason why there's the heart attack. So you also have to heal the person of the sickness that killed the person. So that the person doesn't die again. I don't know if you understand. The person doesn't die again. So that's miracle number two. Number three, Lazarus was dead for four days. When a person dies, even when you die now, you start to spoil. 
you can ask the doctor after church. Your body starts to spoil. It starts to rot. It starts to decay. If it's your phone, please tell it that. Don't call me now. Call me later. Do you see it? Hallelujah. So, the body that has rotten, it has to become fresh. How many of you have eaten food that you put it in your mouth by mistake, then you realize that it was off? It's, it's a little off. Potatoes, that is off. Yeah, nyama, that is off. Pork, even pork, when it's not off, it's frightening. Yeah, then when it's off. So it has to become fresh again. That's the type of miracle Mary and Martha experienced. And they didn't have to go for a crusade for it in their house. Jesus came. He brought the miracle to their house. May God bring miracles to your house. Because you are becoming somebody who honors. Number three, I'm giving you seven, but whichever one I get to and the time is up, we go. Those who honor will, will have personal access. Personal access. John eleven twenty. we are still enjoying it. Then, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Bible says, as soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she ran to go and meet him. Personal access to Jesus. It is not easy to get close to a great person. Imagine how difficult it will be in your lifetime to meet a president. Even some of you, what counselor? You have not met some before. How much more? Yesterday the president was here. Did you meet him? Did you meet him? Have you met the new Zulu king? And he was here, he was in Muslim Abida just across there. You didn't meet him. It's not easy to meet a great person. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not easy at all to meet a great person. Not at all. That will be giving access to. It's when people are, that's why me, I make friends. I was talking to one of the boys here. He was telling me of his dream for the future, something great, something, something. As I said, last Sunday, as I talked to him, I said, Listen, it's good I'm your friend today. When you become that thing, remember me. Don't forget me. Remember me. Because if the person becomes that thing, I will not have access to even meet the person. So I'm happy I'm meeting you now. Many of you, I'm glad that I'm meeting you today. You are my life insurance policy. <laughs> I'm happy I'm meeting you today. Because 10 years from today, your level will be different. Your level will be different. Do you see? Your level will be different. This, this, this girl over here happens to be my doctor. Okay? I knew her when she was a student trying to pass exams to become a doctor. When she even became a doctor, her own siblings, they said she's not a proper doctor. She, they cannot believe that she said, our little sister is a doctor. We will never consult her. I said, so, it's, not, it's not a problem. I know I have long life. Use me to learn how to be a doctor. I said, yeah. Use me. It's not a problem. So today, she's I, if I, I don't go to the hospital. I call the hospital to come to me. Yeah. But imagine if I, was, I met her yesterday. I said, uh, please, my ear, my, my right ear, it shakes at midday. She would say, come to my consulting room, book an appointment with this. All kinds of, yeah. But right now, it's on call, speed down. Wow. Yeah, even 
Recently, I had somebody who was not feeling well. I, 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 I told her to come and see me. She didn't know I was setting a trap for her. I told her to come and see me. I told the person to also come and see me. When they both guys are huh? Make it happen. <laughs> I just said, you meet you, you meet you, over to you, that's all. And I, I, turned, I didn't even sit in the meeting, I went away. I went away. But if I had waited for her to become, that's why I'm glad I'm meeting you now that you are a nobody. So that by the time you become somebody, I already know you. Yeah. That's why I treat you with respect. That's why I work hard. So that you become somebody. I, 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 as I honor you, I respect you, I feed you with what is good for you to become a good person. So one day, if I hear that you are the MEC of Ekuruleni uh, province or Gungundluvu uh, municipality, I say, ah, I know somebody there. Let's go there quickly. You say you want what? Attend that. Let's go. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Then I take you there. Mary and Martha, because they honored Jesus, they had personal access to Jesus. Wow. They could send a message to Jesus. What's up to Jesus? Jesus, our brother is sick. Yeah. Bible said, ah, why are you laughing? Did you not see it in verse 3? And he, she sent, put it there. The people are arguing with me that she, she sent a WhatsApp. He says, therefore, yeah, his sister sent to him. The him here is Jesus. Why do we know? He says, saying, Lord, behold, him who thou lovest is. He sent to, sent when you send a WhatsApp, what do you do? Don't you click send? Yes. To Jesus. You are the next person who's going to have personal access to great people. Look, any important person you treat with respect, you have access to the person. Sometimes the reason why you have met important people before, but you can't access them again is because when you met them, you didn't treat them with respect. You didn't honor them. You didn't esteem them. You didn't respect them. As I'm preaching, you get up and say, I'm going home. You walk because, because maybe the service has delayed by some 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Oh, when you also need me. Well, I was talking to a pastor yesterday. He said he had called one of his members 10 times. He did not pick up. And he did, after he didn't, the whole day passed. He did not even call back. The next day he saw, he said, when you are sick, call me, you will see what will happen. Yeah. He said, don't worry. He said, fine. Next time you have a problem, call me and you will see what will happen. This is this pastor. One day he was preaching and a car hit, knocked one of the little girls in the church and she was lying on the street unconscious. He stopped them, he gave the mics and went on and lay her. And the child just shook again. And they went to him. They said, You wait when you are sick. We'll see. We'll... I, 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 I had a meeting with somebody not so long ago. Anything, anytime the person calls me, I arrive. When I, when, when I do something, you see, I know that I directly call. I mean, rarely do I have people that I call directly will not come. I mean, if you look at my size alone, you will come. Yes. But when they organize, she won't appear. When I told her, you, every day you are calling me, I come. One of these days you call me, I will not come. I said, one of these days you will call me, I will not come. I'll even drive in front of your house. Just so you know that I'm around. Bound. Since then, every meeting, you see she's there. I say, uh-huh, cho-cho. that's how it is. <laughs> May you treat people with respect. Those you must honor, honor them so that you have personal access to them. Mary and Martha had access to Jesus Christ. Mary could send messages to Jesus and he will receive them. Hey! Now it came to pass, Luke 10, 38. As they went and they entered into a certain village, a certain woman named Martha 
received him into her, her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at his feet and heard his word. This is how nice Mary and Martha were to Jesus. Jesus was passing. So, come to my house. Have something to eat. Have something to drink. Relax a bit. So, from that time, Jesus took them as personal friends. Number four. May Jesus take you as a personal friend. Those who honor will experience close and intimate fellowship. Close and intimate fellowship. It means they will be close to the person and their, their fellowship with the person will be intimate. What does it mean to be intimate? It will be personal. It will be close. Yeah, intimate doesn't necessarily mean sexual. Hello? Yeah, if you went to a Zulu school, I'm just telling you, it doesn't mean... Oh, yes. I read a scripture to you. I'm reading Luke, Luke, Luke 8, Luke 10, okay, from 30. What the one we just read. Now it came to pass as they went that they entered a certain city. A certain woman named Martha received him in her house. And she had, her sister, she had a sister called Mary Saturday next one. But Martha was combat or worried about much seven. And came unto him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, that is it, when you are close to people, that's where you can call them twice. Martha, Martha. Yeah, Martha, Jen, Jen. Yeah, but when you are not close to them, you say, uh, Mrs., 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 uh, Mrs. Bubula. Then you just told me, says this, uh-huh. but he said, Martha, Martha. He was close to them. Thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. Mary and Martha were close and intimate with Jesus. He could solve their personal quarrels. This was a quarrel between sisters. She has left, she doesn't clean, she doesn't do this, she doesn't do this at home. She has left only me to do the cooking and everything. Jesus said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. This one is here. Look, come and listen to the word of God. He solved personal problems. When you honor somebody, the person is able to solve your personal problems. Able to come and deal with marital problems, different issues, personal. Yeah. Relationship issues. Look, let me tell you, don't let anybody lie to you. One of the common problems, common problems around, is relationship issues. Financial issues, relationship issues. When you are not married, when you are married, marital issues. That's a common thing. And from time to time, you see, and, and because you are young, you are trying things out for the first time. Yeah. Even me at my age, I don't know everything. Even about marriage. And I've been married for 20 years. I don't know everything about marriage. Sometimes even I see my wife, I become surprised. Yeah, I become surprised. Yeah, I see some things I do. Me myself, I'm surprised. Is, is this me? Yeah, how much more you that you just, you are just coming? 19, 20, 21 and a half. 22 minus 6 months. <laughs> By all means, you will need guidance. But when you don't honor. Now, why do you need guidance when you are in a relationship? 
Because relationships are supposed to lead to marriage. That's God's plan towards marriage. If you are not guided, he will be in a relationship with you like a PhD course. Never finish it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be in the relationship for seven years. You are supposed to get a doctorate. Still no doctorate. Yeah. And the day he decides to marry, you will see you get a new girl. Ladies, listen, don't tell the brothers. Guys like new things. You let a new toy come around and see you leave the old toy and go for the new toy, although they are all toys. Don't tell the brothers I told you. Guys like new things. It may be somebody's old one, but it's new to him. Don't you know that your next is somebody's ex? Yeah, you won't believe I told you. They like toys, new things. So if, he, if when you are new, if you are not guided into progressive steps that lead to the ultimate goal, when he wants to move, he will look for a new one. Oh yeah, because you are old to him. No, I'm a guy, I'm talking from experience. Yeah, you move to the new ones. Oh, exclusive, brand new. Yeah. Hey, Bishop, I don't believe. Don't, no problem. Use your life to find out. One day, when after you have found out, we'll use it to preach. You will be a preaching example. Yeah. Do you remember the story I told you of the guy that I said, choose this? Then he said, I'm for that will you say one day there was a certain girl <laughs> like that? <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. I'm closing. <laughs> Jesus, they had personal, personal what? Access, intimate and close relationship. He could solve financial issues. He could advise them about their life. He could advise them about their decisions, who to choose, who to be with, how to be with, who they, they are with. What to do? What job to do? What job not to do? Should I continue my studies or I shouldn't continue my studies? With all these things, you receive advice. It only comes from a close and intimate relationship. If it's not close, it's just, oh, hey, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let's pray about it. Yeah, it's one of the most vague advices we can. Let's pray about it. Yeah, because you don't know, as the pastor or as the father or whatever you are, you don't know how much influence you have in the person. So, so let's pray about it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, I remember uh, last year or last two years, I said to Olivia, I said, we've been with you for four years or so, five years, something like that, but we don't know you. You are a mystery character. You see that when they do Superman and things, you see the Superman, um, Clark Kent. Yeah. yeah. You don't know that he's the Superman. Mm. Yes, you are a mystery character. So we just see you, or Spider-Man, we see you wearing the, 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 the cape and everything, but we don't know that it's you. So I told her, we've been with you for years, but we don't know you. Ah! I said, we don't know. If somebody were to ask me, what is even your full name? I don't know. I don't know. You're a mystery character. So I said, you need to change that thing or else you can't move forward. You cannot move forward. You're a mystery. When you're a mystery, any problem you bring, 
Oh, God bless you. Let's pray about it. God is able. Have you not heard? He is able. He's more than able. He can handle anything that comes my way. He is able. He's more than able. Yes, God is able. Two years down the line, I said to the same person, now we know you. I said, do you remember I told you that you are a mysterious character? Nobody knows you. Now we can say that we know you. She asked me, what should I do? What can I do? I said, I don't know what you can do. Just make sure we know you. I can't say, sing three times a day. Take this medication two times a day. It will make you visible. It will make you glow. No, 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 no. The only thing, the only advice I can give is that trust us. If you trust us, you will make us know you. When you trust somebody, you don't really, you, you are not afraid if you are wrong. If you do the wrong thing, what will happen? He will just correct you and you will get better. That's all. So you come, you come. My children, they come to me like, yesterday one of my children came to me, came to spin, he started, Daddy, can I ask you for a favor? I said, no. Because I know my children have a certain voice. Once they do it, it costs money. So I had not eaten, so I came to sit down, I finished eating. I think Chelsea lost. So after Chelsea had lost, he knew I was happy. So he said, Daddy, now that you have eaten and Chelsea has lost, can I talk to you about what I, I said? No, I'm going to my room. Then I went to my room. Later, I don't know what brought me to the living area. When he saw me, he said, Daddy. He lowered his voice. Daddy, something broke in my heart. <laughs> something broke in my heart. So I said, okay, what is it? Then he said some long story. At the end, it's costing me money. But he has confidence that if he's able to tell me his story, it will be done. That's his trust. All he needs is to be able to tell his story. Once the story comes to a conclusion, and he has to tell it before mommy comes, because as soon as mommy comes, mommy will say no. <laughs> yeah, and he, I told him, I told him, when I get home today from church, we'll sort out that your problem. Finish. So I told the trust. If you trust, that's when you say, I have an itch at some place. It's not good at all. What should I do? I say, do this. I have this problem. What should I do? Do. But when you don't trust, like, you want to move around and say, oh, my. and the guys are usually like that. Like they want to show that they are all macho. It's like, oh, me, nothing can move me. But we can see. We can see that you are bleeding. Yeah. Please, I said it's a short message, so my time is out. Five seconds. Let me close. Mary and Martha experience extra love. John eleven five. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. John eleven five. Now God loved the whole world that He gave His only begotten Son. But apart from Jesus loving the whole world, He also loved Mary. He loved Martha. And he loved Lazarus. Very few people in the Bible can, that Jesus said, that the Bible says specifically that Jesus loved them. It's Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. And John. And John, it's not Jesus, John. He said, I am the disciple whom Jesus loved. He said, he told us, anytime he writes, and, and Peter, James, and the disciple whom Jesus loved. So he referred to himself. When Peter and Co. were writing, they never referred to him as they, they wrote his name, John. When Matthew wrote the gospel, he wrote his name, John. When Mark wrote the gospel, he wrote his name, John. 
when Luke raised it, John, but when he was rising, me, you can say whatever about me. I know that Jesus loved me. So the disciple whom Jesus loved. But you don't hear it being said about anybody. Why was it said about Mary, Martha, and Lazarus? Because they honored Jesus. Jesus will go to their house and they will make food for Jesus. They will look after Jesus. They treated him with respect. Even you know who you respect by who you call when you have an issue. Yeah, who do you call? Who do you call? When you have a, a problem. Hey, Bishop, it's because I don't have your number. My number is almost everywhere. My number is on a building in Johannesburg. My number is on a building in Port Elizabeth. My number is on a building in Peter Marysburg. You just have to go and find it. You see, my number is there. I'm on a WhatsApp group with you. You say you don't know my number. Shame on you. I said, shame on who? Not me, you. Not me, not you, not. Number six, those who honor will receive more honor. When you honor, you are also honored. Verily I say unto you, Mark 14, 9, whosoever this gospel, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the world, this shall be done. She shall, this also that she has done shall be spoken of as a memorial after her. This is when Mary went to wash Jesus' feet with, 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 with the spices and clean it with and then the people started to talk. And because this girl, we know. She's a bad girl. We know her in this area. How can she use her hair? She's trying to seduce the man of God. She's trying to set a trap for the man of God. That's why she's doing what she's doing. And then Jesus said, hey, 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 stop that, stop that. The thing that she has done, you can't do it. So just keep quiet. Then Jesus said, this thing she has done, they'll mention it everywhere for us. Anybody who preaches the gospel will mention this thing. Today, we all honor Mary. Mary. Mary was not some very important person in the Bible, but today, this is not Mary, the mother of God. Though. This is Mary, the one who walked, anointed Jesus' feet, the one who honored Jesus. We mention her all over the place. Jesus said, it will be a memory. Little did she know that God will make her into a special person that will talk about her. Uh, I'm sure, look, when we get to heaven, one of the people I want to go and find is this Mary. Yeah. I have questions for different people, but she's one of the people on my list. Yeah, we all know about her. Meanwhile, you don't know. You, uh, look, apart from James, Peter, John, the rest of Jesus' disciples, you don't know them. But you know this Mary. May you honor so that you also receive honor. Amen. Hallelujah. And number seven, those who honor will receive divine protection. Jesus said, Mark 14, 6, let her alone. Why trouble it ye her? She has wrought a good work on me. Because this lady honored Jesus, when they were accusing her, Jesus protected her, defended her. If you become somebody who honors Jesus, you will see God will defend you. When there's an issue, God will come to your aid. He will fight for you. He will defend you. May that happen to you in the name of Jesus. As you become somebody who shows respect, to the six different people I've mentioned, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, your prophet, your parents, and your pastor. The seventh one is your husband. Many of you are not married. That's why I don't want to talk about it. But the seventh person you must respect is your husband. I'll talk about it another time when I see your wedding. 
Then I'll talk about that one. But these people deserve honor in your life. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Yeah, learn to clap. Okay, learn to clap. Yeah. When I go to Marisburg, when I enter the church, they all stand up. I've not asked them to stand. When I enter, like they, they are sitting, they all stand up. Clap to you, won't clap. Maybe next week I should go to Marisburg. <laughs> Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thanks. No, it's not your fault. I'm now teaching you. Okay, so I'm not blaming you. I'm now, now I've taught you. So things you will see, things will come to you naturally. Normally, it's become part of you. You can't do what you have not been taught. So I'm now teaching you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up to you today. Make us into people who honor you, who respect you, who have reverence for you and the servants you have sent to us. Make us people who honor our parents specially, that it will be well with us. Let this culture begin in this church from today. Let everybody under the sound of my voice learn to honor you, learn to honor Jesus, learn to honor the Holy Spirit, learn to honor the prophet you have given us, learn to honor our parents, and learn to honor our pastor in the name of Jesus. Let us receive and enjoy the rewards of honor in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you appreciate the Lord with a hand clap? You are here this afternoon. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You have never welcomed Jesus into your heart as your Lord and your personal Savior. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm talking about welcoming Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. Today, I want to give you that opportunity to ask Jesus to come into your heart, to start a relationship with Jesus, to come into your heart to be your Lord and be your Savior. Many years ago, I'd been going to church for a long time, but I didn't have a relationship with Jesus until one day I decided today is the day I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Today, you can also make that decision. I want to pray with you. I'm going to ask you to lift up your hand quietly, and I'll pray with you. But before you lift your hand, I want everybody to close their eyes with me so we can give privacy to every single person. So once your eyes were closed, them, please. Close them, please. Close them. Pastor, I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord my savior i don't want to go to hell when i die lift up your right hand wherever you are i want to pray with you lift up your hand lift it high above your head i want to pray with pastor please i want to start i come to church but from today i want to start a relationship with jesus lift your hand your right hand i'll pray with you i'll pray with you if lifted your hand i want you to come to me in the front i'll pray with you just come to me you lifted up my sister in black my sister call <laughs> This, this one, this one. Come to me, I'll pray with you. Okay. You lifted your hand. Come to me, I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. It's okay, don't let her come. Let her be there. I mean, this, we don't have time for such arrogance. Come to Jesus. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. 
wow, this is the most important decision of your life. And I'm really proud of you. Because many people behind you wanted to come. They lifted up their hands. But they didn't have the boldness. The boldness it takes to complete the step. You are, take, you are my heroes. You are my heroes. I'll take a selfie with you. You are my heroes. Yeah. Let's pray this prayer. Say, say this. It's your prayer. It's your prayer. I'm going to help you to pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Thank you that the hold of the devil is broken in their lives. Thank you that from today they are your children. Let them enjoy a good relationship with you. Let them thrive. Let them survive. Let them do well and let them flourish in your house in the name of Jesus. We thank you for their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for them? Right? Right after the service, um, the pastor will say he's the founder. He will come and speak to you. Okay. Can I take my selfie with you? Come, come where you can appear. I don't, want the, I don't want to come people to appear and claim that. Yes, yes, yes. Are you in it? Smiling? Great. No, everybody's in it. Founder, please. We don't, no, no, no. Aibo, thank you. Yeah, I got you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Have you not been blessed? Wow. Put your hands together one more time for yourselves. For yourself. It's been wonderful preaching to you. Sit down for a second as we close. We're just about to close. We're just about to close. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.